This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast focused on issues surrounding your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Today's topic is titled, Is Sitting the New Smoking? Dr. Daniel Diaz is a family medicine physician with specialized fellowship training in non-surgical sports medicine. Dr. Diaz has an emphasis in chronic joint pain and non-operative orthopedic care through MidMichigan Health's WellSport program. Also, Amy Williams, an occupational therapist and certified ergonomic assessment specialist. She specializes in hand therapy, upper extremity orthopedics, work programming, and ergonomics. We asked Dr. Diaz and Amy if sitting could be considered as harmful as tobacco use. In a word, no. (laughs) But sitting, especially sitting at your desk all day, isn't that good for your health. Uh, Recent research has shown that prolonged sitting, like the type that most of us do at our desk each day, is linked to a higher risk of cardiovascular disease and diabetes, amongst other things. So when you think of something that could threaten your life, you probably don't think about the chair at work. Research shows that you can reduce your chances of cancer, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and back pain, all with one simple lifestyle change, and that's reducing the time you spend sitting. I think Dr. James Levine, a professor at Mayo Clinic, put it pretty well when he said, sitting is more dangerous than smoking, kills more people than HIV, and is more treacherous than parachuting. We're sitting ourselves to death, and the chair is out to kill us. We weren't really designed to sit. The body is a machine of perpetual motion. In the U.S., we spend more than half of our waking hours sitting down, either watching TV, driving, or sitting at a desk at work or at home. Is there anything that can counteract the risk? Regular exercise can certainly help, but it does not undo the damage of prolonged sitting to your body. Yeah, I agree. There's a common misconception that just because you exercise that day, you can sit for longer periods of time. But research has actually shown that though exercise is good for you, it does not negate the damage done by extended periods of sitting. Essentially, sitting is an independent risk factor. And by that, it means no matter what you do throughout the day, as long as you're sitting or for those prolonged periods, it's not going to really undo the effects of prolonged sitting. You can't offset 10 hours of stillness with just one hour of exercise. With sitting, your metabolism slows down 90% after 30 minutes of sitting. So those enzymes that are moving that bad fat from your body to your muscles so that they can be metabolized, shut down. And after about two hours of sitting, your good cholesterol starts to drop and you start to gain more of that weight and store that weight on your body. Just by sitting at work? That's right. How does sitting at work impact my chances of developing, say, like diabetes, cancer, obesity, and cardiovascular disease? So sitting has been linked with all of those things. With regards to it, the chances of obesity, Dr. Levine, once again at the Mayo Clinic, he did a study with office workers who weren't exercisers. He put them on a 1,000-calorie diet and had them not change their exercise routine. The result was that some gained weight and some lost weight. He then had those participants wear underwear that was lined with sensors that would tell them how much they were sitting throughout the day. They discovered the missing link was the group that was losing more weight was moving around two and a quarter hours more than the group that was sitting for the majority of the day. So on average, you burn about 50 calories more per hour standing. So if you do the math on that, if you stand for three hours per day, five days per week, it adds up to about 750 calories burned. In a year, that adds up to about 30,000 calories, which is almost nine pounds. You'd have to run the equivalent of 10 marathons per year to burn nine pounds. Really? That's fascinating. Another simple thing you can do is maybe changing the way you sit at your desk. So sitting on an exercise ball versus a chair really activates your core muscles or just doing simple exercises at your desk side. So every half hour you get up and do 10 squats or a couple of lunges in your office or wherever you work and then sit back down and keep working. So it's just small things that make the difference in the long run. With regards to sitting in cancer, there are several types of cancers that are believed to be caused by inactivity. Christine Friedrich, an epidemiologist in Alberta, Canada, estimates that 100 
173,000 cases of cancer in the U.S. are due to inactivity, with 49,000 cases of breast cancer and 43,000 cases of colon cancer. Sitting really affects a lot of different aspects of your health. It also affects cardiovascular disease. Dr. Levine compared adults who spent less than two hours a day in front of the TV or other types of screens with those who watched more than four hours a day, and those with greater screen time had nearly 50% increased risk of death from any cause, and about 125% increased risk of events with any cardiovascular disease, such as chest pain or heart attack. Even when the researchers controlled for the amount of exercise that these patients did, excessive sitters were still 34% more likely to develop heart failure than those who were standing or moving. Overall, sitting shortens your lifespan. A 2010 Australian study found that for each extra hour participants spent sitting daily during a seven-year period, their overall risk of dying increased by 11%. More towards the U.S. side, a 2012 study found that if the average American reduced their sitting time to three hours per day, life expectancy would climb by two years. So with something just as simple as standing, we could really talk about big changes in someone's overall health and well-being. So what are some ways that I can force myself to get up and move throughout the day? Well, scheduling a few breaks throughout your day, setting an alarm on your phone or on your computer to remind you to get up and move around. I generally recommend to my office ergonomic clients that every 30 minutes you should get up and move whether it's a trip to the copier or visiting a, a coworker for some reason, or grab a few coworkers and go for a walk on your lunch hour for sure. A lot of my colleagues here at Dow Diamond have started walking meetings where they will walk around the, the stadium and talk their meeting through while they're walking just for that purpose. That's a, a really good thing to do too. What about the standing desk that they're advertising these days? I often recommend those to my ergonomic clients as well. For short periods throughout the day, it's recommended to get up and stand if you can. They have become very easy to obtain. They often are very easy just to sit right on your desk. You don't have to clamp them on. There's no fancy equipment that's needed. They've come really far with those types of equipment. Yeah, I think standing desks are great. There are two options. You have the standing desk, which is always fixed at a certain height so that you're always standing. But there is a downside to that one that you can't sit throughout the day. And some people who do more fine tasks at the desk might need to sit to do that. There's also the sit to stand desk, which you can adjust throughout the day and elevate it as you need it, but also sit down. But the big thing is, if you do transition to the standing at work, you want to do it in a gradual way and not just go from not standing at all to standing for a full day because you can really cause yourself to have some spasms in the legs and some knee and hip pain. So you want to make it a gradual change in your life and not something that you change dramatically over one day to the next. Sometimes I can't avoid being at my desk. I mean, there are times when I've got to be working on my computer throughout the day. What, what, what can I do to mitigate any damage that that may have to my health? Standing at work isn't an option. It's important to make a conscious effort to get up and move before and after work. So while at home, maybe doing chores, you have opportunities to stand, fold laundry while you're watching TV, get up, you know, try to get up regularly from your computer, try to get some exercise in a form that works well for your lifestyle. When possible, you can also try to park further distance away from work take longer walk. Also, take the stairs rather than the elevator. Occupational therapist and certified ergonomic assessment specialist Amy Williams and sports medicine specialist Daniel Diaz. For more tips and information regarding living a more active lifestyle, visit midmichigan.org wellsport. As always, if you have concerns, consult your health care provider. If you need help finding a health care provider, go to midmichigan.org doctors. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. We'll see you next time with another episode of Health Dose.